0: Hello friends. Yes, I'm calling you guys friends because I just think I'm ready to solidify our friendship. I'm ready for us to be best friends. You might be hearing that and wondering, Jessica, what the fuck are you talking about? Since when have you ever referred to us as your best friends? Well, I made a decision recently. I said it was either this or me. And upon making that decision, I decided that I was going to go all in on myself. And for me, going all in on yourself means you're willing to give up absolutely everything to be where you want to be. So I made the decision that I was going to take the pain on firsthand, experience it, grow from it, learn from it, and then provide everything i've learned back to you in the best way that i can and give you the best story possible so that you can write your own story with these lessons and stuff in mind so bestie i sat in my car for about five minutes and i wrote a very quick outline also you just heard my phone like fall (laughs) i'm so sorry if you're listening to this like in your car or something because i'm actually making this in my car i make a lot of things in my car and my car is quite honestly the probably the best investment for all my creative stuff but anyway i had my journal here i made a quick outline of today's episode which is gonna be about being hot i'm gonna talk about the cons of being hot in this episode do we want a pros i feel like there's definitely a lot of pros to being hot right mainly it is a positive thing but i just want to point out the cons of being hot not many people are going to talk about this because a lot of people don't want to seem like they're arrogant they don't want to face the facts but i'm here full transparency i'm a hot bitch okay let's move on i'm hot i know it and here's just what i've experienced being attractive And if you're hot too, you're definitely going to understand and you're definitely going to relate. But maybe if you're younger and, you know, you haven't experienced much, this might open your eyes up to some things moving forward. Because at a certain point in my life, I was a little bit younger, maybe a year or so younger. You know, I'm in my 20s, so obviously I'm an attractive young woman. And I experienced some things that helped me learn that the world isn't as nice of a place for hot people. And I just want to give you all these cons so that you can be aware of them and say, okay, I'm an attractive person. This is what I need to keep in mind in my life, in the professional world, in my career, in my friendships, in my relationships, because literally you looking the way that you do will shake up some things in some people and you're gonna move shit around okay i'm the type of bitch that literally my presence causes like heads to turn and i don't really mean because honestly in my opinion i feel like being hot is a mindset i could do a whole like episode on like how to be hot like truly 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 be a hot person um but this episode with the intention of knowing that like i'm already hot and like my energy backs that shit up Um, But I'm going to just give you some reasons, some cons of being hot. So let's get into it. And we're going to start with the least important um, con of being attractive. The very least important uh, bad thing about being hot is that other people, in terms of women, other women will not like you for no reason, okay? This is the least of your fucking worries, all right? Um, there are some situations, especially, like, in the workplace and stuff, where people kind of gang up on the more attractive women or whatever, but, uh, you can look out for that, and sometimes you'll find, even if, like, you're very beautiful, you'll find that some women might not like you, or, like, they just might see you and instantly make a face or just kind of glare at you, and I've had this happen to me, like, a couple times. Honestly, this happened to me before I even thought of myself as, like, attractive, because this one time in high school... I was in the locker room. A lot of shit went down in the women's locker room. I don't care what you say. A lot of people like to be like, oh, guys in like locker room talk, and it's so atrocious. Bad shit happens in the women's locker room too, okay? I almost got into a fight in the women's locker room. But anyways, this one girl who I thought she was really pretty, and honestly, I loved her style. I, like, wanted to be friends with her, but I was like, okay, the pretty girls don't want to be friends with me, so whatever, But I walked in the locker room one day and she just kind of like looked me up and down And made a little glare and just turned the other way She like looked disgusted She looked me up, down, made a disgusted look and then just like turned away At the time of that it felt kind of shitty But then years later I was like oh she was probably just like jealous Because she saw another pretty girl And It didn't really make sense to me at the time. It felt really bad and I didn't see it And this is one of the very reasons why we're starting off the list with or why I'm even making this video because I think that a lot of people need to be conscious of like The perception that people have because I think what this really comes down to is knowing that your Outward appearance to the outside world speaks Volumes and it's all goes back to like the power of perception. And I feel like I've been learning a lot about like the power of perception, like studying it, going into the psychology of it, and what it means when you're an attractive person. And these cons are all things that I have learned throughout like my early 20s and stuff. So, the reason or con number two is that insecure men will most likely be obsessed with you and sometimes um they're gonna be men who they really dislike you they love talking shit about you they love trying to put you down um and this is because these men who like obsessively hate on you and try to talk you down and just talk shit it's because they don't they know that they cannot have you They know that a beautiful woman like you would just never give them the time of day. So for them, it's easier to just like talk shit to others and like try to bring you down because they know that like they will never pull a baddie like you. Oh, don't even get me started if he is insecure and broke because if you're a woman who holds herself to a high standard and you're like, I will only accept princess treatment. I will only accept boys Are men that spoil me, and that's it. Ooh, they hate it. They fucking hate that shit. (laughs) And you know, I always have a story to back shit up. So this one time, and I don't like talking about this person because I'm so past them. But basically, there was a time where I was acquainted with somebody who was in a relationship with a man who he would always like talk shit about me. Oh my God, you guys, this is the craziest thing. You know, I'm going to spill some tea. Um, Me and the boyfriend, we like matched on a dating profile. And then a few days later, he was talking to my friend and they, that turned into like a very long-term relationship. But the whole time, like his friend was always on my stories, always like trying to DM me, trying to talk to me. He was always talking shit about me to her. He, like, anytime I'd post on Instagram, he would, like, send her my stories and be like, oh, she's, she's fucking stupid. Like, what the fuck is she doing? She's this, she's that. And just hating on me for no reason. But, and I also, like, hear people talk about this too. But basically, when a guy is hating on a very beautiful girl... He secretly, like, wants to be with her. That's literally the only reason. Because if you are with a man, a real man, he will not put other women down. Real men don't fucking do that, okay? I know some of you might deal with, like, little boys. I've dealt with boys, too, okay? But a real man is not gonna put another woman down. Real men, they respect women, and they cherish women, and they aren't like that now let's move into more of like a less superficial part about being hot um and now because now we're going to have a lot more to do with like your vibe your energy because at the end of the day like you could be beautiful as fuck but if you're rotten on the inside you when you approach people when you uh, interact with others like me i'm the type of bitch i'm not a good person okay number one let me tell you this if there's anything you take away from this podcast about me, is that if you come near me, if you try to have a conversation with me, and I'm a very open person, right, I'm very friendly, I'm very kind, I love talking to new people, I love getting to know others, but if somebody comes up to me, I can feel their vibe, I can feel your fucking energy, I'm... Big. Oh my God. I am so big into body language that I can see you from half a fucking mile away and, like, still read your vibes. And if your vibes are off, I will be out of that shit in an instant. Okay. I'm very protective with my energy, with my space. I hoard it. Like, ooh. But anyway, um, and that's another thing. You can't give your attention to everyone. Like, you can't. You you need to keep your energy for you. You need to keep your energy for your own, like, creative endeavors, for your career, for the things that you want to do to help you shine in the best, most authentic way that you can shine. So, anyway, there have been people who I can just read their body language. I can read every little, like... Maybe this is just me. As I'm saying this, like, I'm realizing it might just be me, but... Whenever I come in contact with a person, I can, I can tell a lot about them um, without them saying very much. The reason for this is that there are a lot of nonverbal cues that people have that you can easily kind of make sort of assumptions about them. And a lot of times when it comes to being hot, people will do this to you. So it's almost subconscious in some ways. But me, I'm really analytical about it. So I'll read body language. You know, I, I pick up on people's vibes. And I, I have a certain level of trust in myself and how other people perceive me because of what I've been told a lot of times. Like people tell me like, oh, you're so great with people. I love your energy, yada, yada, yada. So now, you know being told that again and again and again I know that I resonate quite well with people I don't really give people a bad vibe and that is good on one hand on another hand I can pick up on other people's vibe and I can tell almost it's like a gut feeling almost you know when you like meet certain people and you kind of think to yourself like oh that person doesn't really give me like good a good vibe or like good energy and stuff and you can instantly feel that. And I'm very like attuned to that. And then a lot of times I'll I'll use that gut feeling. I'll take a couple things they say, I'll take their body language and I'll just like make a very almost instant um, reading. I, not reading, but like, I don't know. Like the person's overall vibe. And I, like I said, I always give people a chance. I always hear everyone out. I don't shut people off because it's instinctively I'm like, oh, they're a bad vibe. But let's say you come up to me and you kind of roll your eyes at what I'm saying. You're instantly cutting... You're gonna get cut off. Like, I don't know. And also, to me, I made an episode on integrity a few... Like, yesterday. I'm like, a few days ago. No, that was yesterday. I'm literally in pain and I'm creating as much things as I possibly can. But there was this girl I used to work with. And see, this is another thing about integrity. Integrity the way I defined it in the last podcast episode is doing the right thing when nobody's watching, but also holding yourself accountable and doing the right thing when nobody knows what you're doing. You know what I mean? So there was this one girl I used to work with who she was like a higher up position. She was like a manager or supervisor or whatever. And to everyone else, super nice, super kind. But then to me, like... She, this one time she was handing me a check it was like my first check right so she comes up to me and she's like uh basically letting me know that she was gonna give me a check so she comes up she hands she's very stoically you know she was like here's your check hands it to me and then I looked at it and honestly I was like not really in a good place at the time and I was like, oh my god, like, I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I looked at her and I accepted it and I was like, thank you. Like, I was genuinely so grateful in that moment. Um, and she just kind of like rolled her eyes, didn't say anything and just walked away. And I'm like, okay, what does that tell me about you? What does that tell me about you? Number one, when a lot of eyes, when no one's watching, that's how you're treating people. Think about that. That's. It's very interesting to me. That. And it, it's a great, like, motivator for me to put an episode out on integrity because I know that some people don't think about the impression that they give. And I think that, like, the impression that you leave on people is extremely important because down the line, People remember you through those, like, impressions that you made on a day-to-day basis. So why not make the best impression? Like, why would you do that to yourself? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Because if anything, now I just don't think very highly of you. I just think of you as somebody who's, like, kind of petty and rude to people. And people don't like that, you know? So, anyways. The next con about being hot is that okay now we're getting into deep shit okay now we're getting into like deep shit territory i know at the beginning we started off with like drama past stories past relationships yada 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 but now we're getting into really like deep shit okay so number five reason or con is that your beauty's gonna fade away you're not gonna be beautiful forever I don't know who like what conceited ass bitch needs to hear this but you're not gonna be pretty for your entire life your tits are gonna start sagging at some point you're gonna be wrinkly your pussy's gonna dry up um what else your ass is gonna fall you're gonna get uh what are those things called stretch marks on your stomach after you have kids Your body's going to deteriorate. And a lot of times for women, it's especially harder. Because women in society, we're kind of seen as... You know, after a certain age, you get more criticism from society. Whereas men don't really experience that too much. You know what I mean? Like, with men, they... As long as they have money, like, they'll always be seen as, like, attractive. And they'll always, like, have people to court and like people chasing them but as a woman like your value i guess not i wouldn't say that honestly i wouldn't say it like that i wouldn't say like your value deteriorates but in some way like society treats women as if our value goes down the more that we age and it's really fucked up but it's just like the reality of life and if you need any proof of this Just watch how older people get treated. A lot of times, like, older people are very ignored. Um, They get sent to retirement homes, and they just kind of get shunned by their family, and it's kind of fucked up. Um, Yeah, not to get dark. I feel like a lot of my podcast episodes have been getting really dark recently, and a lot of people don't like when I talk about dark things. Um, But I don't know, guys. I just see shit like that because you get to a point in your life where you've just been at your worst and you don't imagine things ever going back to that place. Like you ever been at rock bottom and you're just if you can find a way to be happy at rock bottom, it's very sobering in a way. It's it's I like to be very realistic about things and I know that on like social media and stuff I like putting out like delusional content or whatever. I'm not very realistic but I'm not very um sorry realistic on tiktok and stuff but i'm a very realistic person and i see i i try to understand human nature as much as i can and form an opinion over that but yes um your looks are gonna go away i've understood this and like i think this is at the at the forefront of how i approach being attractive And I let this drive me and I let this steer me in the right direction because I'm 22 years old. I'm very attractive. Okay. I might not be the most beautiful bitch out there, but there's beautiful bitches everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, you might be a 10 out of 10. You might be a fucking 20 out of 10, but you know what? There's a million other 20 out of 10s. What matters is on the inside. Truly. I'm done with that. Topic. I'm actually not done with that topic. We're gonna keep going. Because my friends, it gets even more dark. Holy shit. Why are you listening to this? Do you like listening to hard things? Do you like the darkness? Because (laughs) clearly you do if you've made it this far, my friend. Um, but I hope that like by telling you these things. You can hear me talk about it and not really see it in too much of a negative way. Like, don't let this get you down, honestly. Don't let it get you down because if you know it, if you're aware of it, okay, now you can use what I'm talking about and you can leverage it and you can use it in your own favor. So really, like, I'm sorry it may seem dark, but bestie, this is just going to make you like more aware, like more powerful. You know what I mean? Like, let's keep, let's get into it. Okay. So con number six we're very far down the line now um i would say that being more attractive it's kind of inadvertent right so when you're hot in a okay i'm gonna stop talking about me but basically when you're hot people think oh my god she must have so many options. Like, oh, it must be so easy for her to this one time when I worked at the gym. This one lady came up to me and I've been thinking about what she said recently. And it kind of like aligns with what I'm about to talk about. But she told me, she was like, you, your hair is so beautiful. You're so easy to talk to. You're short and men love that. Um, you're very beautiful. It must be so easy for you to find a man. Right? That's basically what she was saying. And on one hand, she's right because, yes, when you're attractive, you have more people pursuing you. But on the same note, so many other different factors will come into play. So, yes, you'll have a lot of options. But knowing that you have a lot of options, what is, what are the, like, the quality of these options? You know what I mean? Because sometimes you'll come across men who you are like, oh my god, I'm so lucky to have this guy and I am i can't believe he's showing interest in me, but maybe he's gonna try to, you know, try to dim your light. And I've seen this. I've, I've had friends who are very beautiful and they'll get into relationships with guys who they don't cherish them. They don't compliment them daily. They don't um, make them feel valued. They honestly kind of like try to dim their light in some way. And I don't know if it's to humble them or whatever. But if you're in that type of situation, you need to get the fuck out. And you need to find yourself a man who's going to compliment you every day. And not just be like, oh, you already know that you're attractive. Like, um, I'm not going to remind you of it. He's fucking trash. And you can do way better. Okay, moving on. It's going to be hard for you if you're attractive. You're going to have a lot of people pursuing you. But not every guy is actually going to accept you for who you truly are. I need you to think about that for a second. A lot of guys want you. But what percent of them are gonna like, you know, and accept you and all your little weird habits? Like, for me, I have, like, I have ADHD, so sometimes I fidget with shit. Like, I'll just be in a conversation with someone and have like silly putty in my hand and just keep (laughs) doing that or i'm very um what's the word inquisitive i love to ask a lot of questions some guys might be annoyed as fuck about this right but at the same time what men will do sometimes is they'll put up a front and they'll act so interested they'll be so nice to you they'll you everything you want to say just because they they're hot they think you're hot and they want to sleep with you they want to get with you so they can go tell other men and like impress other men Um, and what i need to tell you is that be very careful of who you decide to date because a lot some men might not truly like you for you they might not do you want to be with somebody who do, doesn't like fully accept you the way that you are? Because that's love for real. Lo- real love is when they love you no matter what. They love you no matter what. They love you in your weirdness. They love you with no makeup on. They love you even when you're really sad. They don't downplay your feelings. They don't say, oh, you're too sensitive. You're too this. You're too that. You know, they accept you. They're patient with you. They're calm. They don't raise your, their voice at you. They should cheer you on. They shouldn't be insecure about what you're wearing or if men are going to stare at you or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's really hard. And that's something I'm discovering myself because it's like, okay, well, I'm single. What the fuck? <laughs> and... And yeah, while maybe there are guys who have been waiting on me to be single for a long time, how many of them truly care about me as a person and fine and like, I have a lot of hobbies and things I'm really passionate about, but how many of them see me for me and like, as a person who has passions and hobbies and wants to like, make a difference in the world, how many of them are going to recognize that? Not too many, not too many. I'm being very honest with you. And it's hard to find men like that. But that doesn't mean that they're scarce. And if you think you have found someone like that in the past that you're no longer with, I need you to know that there's more of them out there. Because there's a lot of good men out there. I, know, I don't want to make this episode seem like there's not good men out there. Because there is a fuck ton of them. But you need to hold yourself to a very... not I wouldn't say like, oh my god, hold yourself to the highest fucking standard hold yourself to the highest standard that you possibly can right now and continue to work on yourself until you feel like your life is where you want it to be and then once you're there don't settle for anything less and if you need help being your highest self just listen to other podcast episodes i i talk about shit all the time okay uh what is this word okay (laughs) i'm looking at my notes here but basically men won't take you seriously okay 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 oh yeah this has to do with career this has this next part has to do with career so let's end it on that note i got a little bit deep earlier but now i want to talk about how if you are a beautiful woman in like a male dominated space or let's just say you're a woman who is talking to a dude right And a lot of times, I mean, dude, I'm just being realistic here. Like I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything, but I had an encounter with a boy who we have actually, do I want to talk about it? I don't know. I doubt he's listening to this because I doubt he'll listen to like a 30 minute episode I make, but basically I'll I'll generalize it, right? I'll, I'll push it out to the general of men. When you meet someone for the first time and let's say this is like a colleague or like a potential business partner or whatever, let's say that you're very interested in getting to know the colleague or like a potential business partner and you're a bad bitch, right? You just, just think about this for a second and let this sink into your brain, right? You're trying to just build, you're trying to network, you're trying to build a career for yourself. Your looks are going to get in the way every single time. If the guy finds you hot, that's all he can think about because he's a dude. At the end of the day, like, dudes are very, men are very visual. They're very visual, okay? If he sees what he likes in front of him, he's thinking with his peeing, okay? (laughs) So what I've learned from experiences like this is that um, your looks, number one, can get you into a very important room. You can use your looks to get into very room, in rooms with powerful people, powerful men. You know, it can get you very far in business if that's what you're trying to do. It can get you in the room. But what I've learned is that you have, initially, you might have to play dumb. You might have to dumb it down. It sounds fucking crazy, which is why I left it at the end of the episode. But hear me out. A lot of times, especially if you want something, you have to dumb it down a little. You have to know that, like, okay, this guy that I'm trying to network with or create a business partnership with, he's thinking with his peen. So, in terms of that, I'm just going to get his attention. Ah, this is so bad, dude. (laughs) Okay, in short, looks will get you in the door right but if you expect to enter a space and like prove to people like there's more to me okay because here's the thing i feel like as an attractive person you might feel like okay there's more to me than just being pretty that's how i feel on a regular fucking not necessarily like a regular basis but like i just know this right i know that there's more to me than how i look on the outside there's more to everyone than how they look on the outside But not everyone is going to treat you accordingly. That's a very naive way to view the world. It's naive to say, I'm so beautiful that when I speak to a guy and he's being so nice to me, he genuinely cares about my career and what I want to do with my life honestly that was me when i was younger i was so naive and i genuinely thought that people had my best interest in mind because i'm somebody who i don't have ill intentions with people so i just assumed back then that people would return that to me um maybe because they were very nice to me You know, but then I tell myself like, okay, they might've been nice to you because they just wanted to fuck you. Like what, what pay attention to to people's actions. Always, always, always pay attention to their actions because their actions will always speak louder than words. And at the end of the day, who's really going to be there for you when you have nothing, when you're at your fucking rock bottom, you need to think like that. Who's going to truly have your back when they have nothing to gain? Those are the people you need to keep around. And I feel like I'm getting scatterbrained. But basically, I feel like when you're attractive, you also have more to prove. Because this, when I did stand-up comedy, you know, some might think, oh, if you're attractive and you're doing stand-up, then you're just going to get more laughs because you're attractive. Like, that's just a stupid fucking way to think for me. Because once I actually did stand-up, it was almost as if I had to work even harder to get a laugh out of people versus if I looked differently you know if I feel like with stand-up comedy it's very particular like if I was if I looked like a stereotypically funny person and when I say that alone you in your head have already formulated what that image looks like when I tell you what does a stereotypically funny person look like to you Your uh, an image is going to pop into your head I don't even need to describe it to you because you know what I'm talking about. And it's different. It might be different for everyone. But generally, it's the same for most people. And it highly depends on what we've seen in the media and on YouTube and all that stuff and whatever. Um, but when you're attractive and you try to do stand-up, you know, as especially if you try to do stand-up as a woman, number one, period. People, men, a lot of times it's men. A lot of times other people. But, like, instinctively, if you see, like, a hot person walk on stage at a stand-up show, you just think that, you know, they might not be funny. Versus if somebody walks on stage who stereotypically looks like a funny person, you're just going to be, like, more inclined to find them funny. Versus if they're more attractive, then you're going to be less inclined to find them funny. And you're going to think, like, they just have to work harder to make you laugh. That's what I'm trying to get at. a lot of times when you're attractive, like, you have to, like, work harder sometimes just to prove to people that their outside perception of you is actually inaccurate. And I think this whole podcast episode, that's where I'm trying to uh, get to. And I finally got to it. uh, And I'm sorry. It took me 30 minutes. But, yeah. When you're hot, you have to almost work an extra mile to prove to people that you aren't your outward appearance. And while sometimes your outward appearance can be a cheat code, um, in the long run, you just have more to prove, okay? And that's that. If you want good looks and you want them to work for you, you're just going to have to be willing to work harder. Like I said, um, this episode might come off as very dark. However, I think if you look at things for how they are and you don't try... To, I think you should just be very mindful of these things. You shouldn't walk around life like, oh, they're just being nice to me because they're trying to fuck me or anything. I think you should really take all of this with a grain of salt. Consider it. Look at your relationships with people. And learn to distinguish the good apples from the bad apples. And... Don't let things discourage you, right? So when I say things like you are going to have to work harder if you are attractive and you're trying to get heard, you know? If you're trying to let people know that like you have something to say versus what you look like. You have a mission that's bigger than what you look like right now. Don't let like what I say when I tell you that um some people Do only look at the shallow side of things. Don't let that discourage you, right? Because at the end of the day, the impression that you make on people, the way that you treat others is essentially what's going to matter in the long term and for the rest of your life. The people that you helped, the people that you loved, the people that you inspired, all those people are going to matter and the rest don't. So I kind of say that too, because I have found myself in situations where I felt discouraged almost, I was like, oh damn, the world is a lot less nice than I thought it was, because, you know, when you're pretty and everyone treats you, like, good, things, you can kind of get wrapped up in a bubble sometimes. Everyone's so nice to you, everyone treats you so well, everyone gives you the time of day, but what's the quality of that time and the tension that they're giving you? What's the intention behind it? Always, always think think about that. You always have to think about that. Because you... Life is a game and you want to play it smartly. right? You don't want to go around like a Delulu person. And I know um, the whole Delulu thing is kind of like a trend on TikTok. And I fully support it. But I, I support like realistic delusion. And I think the more I go on with my life, the more I realize, like, I love being delusional, but at the same time, I I study, like, human nature, and I'm very realistic. Like, some people might not really see that in me, but I don't necessarily care, because I know that, like, every day, I put in the same effort. Like, every day, I choose again and again and again what type of person I want to be, what type of impact that I want to make on others, and how I want to show up for the world. And if I just keep making that decision every single day, then ultimately I'll resonate the way that I resonate and no one's opinion of me really even matters to me. Like, let's be fucking honest. At the end of the day, I'm worried about me. And at the end of the day, you're worried about you. You have your own. I don't fucking pay your bills. You don't pay my bills. So why the fuck are we worried about one another? You know what I mean? I think I'm going to end this podcast episode now because I'm kind of just rambling at this point. Um, but anyways, I have more episodes on, like, confidence and stuff like that. I want to make more, um, podcasts like that, but until then, I'll let all these thoughts sink into your brain, because they've been on my mind for a while, and I just want to give you this information. I don't mean to make anyone feel bad, I truly don't, but, like, you need to know these things. Anyway, bye.